Hello from Temple Bar in Dublin. Very much. You're very welcome to season two of our Tradfest podcast brought to you by the Temple Bar Company and Falcha Ireland. That opening track there was from two men from Gorey in County Wexford, Mark Redmond and Pat Fitzpatrick, recorded in City Hall in Dublin during Tradfest back in 2019. Over the past few months, we've been speaking to Irish festivals from across the globe about their experiences during COVID-19. Today, we're changing direction just a little, and we're delighted, actually, to be joined by world-renowned musician and pioneer and producer and video maker and now Zoom expert. That's uh, Joni Madden, <laughs> tin whistle player. Joni, leader of Charity Ladies Band, but... You were the first person, actually, I thought of when COVID struck, because I don't know if there's anybody busier in Irish traditional music, at least up to this year, than you, Johnny Madden. So thanks a million for being with us. It's an honour for us to have you on here. What was your initial reaction when this happened? I mean, you're queen of the high seas. You're as good as Grania Whale there, as well as leading uh, <laughs> one of the leading bands in the country, teaching at Scholarship, teaching here, teaching there. How did this affect you when you, when you heard about it? Well... I'll tell you what, Kieran. Uh, you know, you can, you can. First off, it's great to talk to you. You're my old buddy. We've known each other for God knows, 35, 40 years, I guess now. 
Um, and, um, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've been, we've, this is actually a big year for Cherish the Ladies as it's our 35th anniversary. So needless to say, we had a fantastic summer. I had a sold out bus tour of Ireland. I had a, a, almost a thousand people on a cruise in September. Uh, we have a massive Christmas tour. We had tours and the, the, the wool's been, you know, the, the, the rug's been pulled out from underneath us. Um, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm speaking not for just myself, but every artist I know, um, we're all, we're all very scared at the moment, very, very scared and frightened. Um, in America, we've gotten, um, we've been, we've been given a pandemic, uh, you know, a, a, a small stipend, uh, which has been able to at least cover. I've never gotten an unemployment check in my life. Um, um, I don't really believe in that. I believe in get out there and I don't care what you have to do. You make your end, you know, you do what you do and you get out there and make work for yourself. And, but I'll tell you right now, it's everybody's, we're all just, we're like, uh, you know, what is it? You know, the deer with the headlights on, we, we're just, we're just gobsmacked. Um, you know, when you work so hard, you know, you have to think six months in advance in this business, a year down the line and you do all that and you have all the lead work done and, you know, everything is going just according to plan. I mean, I was going to have the best year of my career and now it's the worst. Um, but you know, I, we, at least we thought we'd be able to pull out a Christmas tour, um, by all accounts that was, you know, should have been the way it was going, but now we've just had six shows have just canceled in the last couple of days. And I've had gigs pulled in from February. I was talking to the boys in Lunasa, they're getting their dates pulled as well. And, and, uh, you know, the, the, the curve, as we all know, thank God, Ireland, I got to hand it to you. You guys really have done an amazing job, but we hit, we living in New York, we were hit hard. I'm sure you heard about it, you know, um, but we were totally locked down and we, then, you know, we had a great governor who came in and took control. He's a Democrat. Unfortunately, our president, Mr. Trump has decided to politicize this disease. I mean, this, this uh, virus. Um, and it's kind of become a, a, a Republican and a, a Democratic thing here instead of the country pulling together and saying, look at this is this is death. And, you know, they're thinking this is all a hoax. I mean, it's ridiculous. So instead of the curve um, going in the right direction down, it's going up um, and not not in a, not in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut areas, but across the country. I mean, Arizona and California and Texas and Florida all the Republican places where it is just exploding. So I can't see this is getting worse. You know, I mean, we have Dr. Fauci saying we're going to be at 100,000 cases a day. And I mean, how can you expect anybody to want to go into a crowded room and possibly get sick? So and that's our job. You know, you know, our job, our job is to put people into houses. Our our job is to put bums in seats, as they say, you know, um, and the best that's when you know, when you have a great crowd, the crowd is feeding off you you got people on top of each other and we're singing along and having the crack and and now we just don't know when we don't know when we're going to get back and it's scary tony every time i meet you i don't think i've ever heard you speaking negatively you've always had a very very positive outlook and you've always looked to the future and for what's good out there but i'm detecting just at this time that it's kind of time to pause and have a, a serious look at things well, I'm 35 years at this. I've, I've gone through recessions. I've gone through uh, the market crashing. I've gone through, you know, all kinds of, you know, challenges. This is the first time that I've really kind of went, oh, my God. You know, I mean, nobody saw this coming. I mean, you could kind of see the economy is going to turn down, you know, pulling your bootstraps and, you know, start. But we, we didn't see this. 
we were out in California. We had flown to California. We had we did 15 states in 17 days in, in March. And when we were in California, we were in Washington State, we were in California, we, we got to the gig and uh, we were canceled. Now I had flown, you know, I had flown uh, 30 tickets. I had bought 30 plane tickets to California. Um, you know, three three vans on the road, and uh, you know, thirty hotel rooms. Then we then we're canceled, and we're giving a we're given a thousand dollars because it, it, here, you know, it it had a, a force majeure. Amazing, and the contract was null and void um, because this is out of anybody's control. This was an act of God. So then I I called I called Arizona because we were on our way to Arizona. I said, listen, you know, are we doing these shows? Otherwise, I'm going to go home. I'm not going to spend. I have 20 tickets bought here. So, you know, let us go. No, no, no. We're all good to go. We fly to Arizona. Show's canceled. Then I'm trying to get the band home. And, I, you know, but I was t I'm talking to Alton. I'm talking to all the bands. We're all up in the air. What the name of God are we going to do? But I, it's just scary times, Karen. I think until there's a, until there's a, a vaccine, there's just, there's just no way in heck we're going to go anywhere or do anything. You know, maybe in Ireland, you know, or New Zealand, where <laughs> People have got it under control, and and you guys should be very proud of yourselves. The way you know everybody, your government pulled together, and all the people pulled together. You know, and just said, right, we've just got to do this, and you've got a cocoon, and you've got to do this, and you've got you've got you know you've got major control on it, and your curve has gone the right way. Not like we're gone here, where we have our president walking around without a mask and pulling seven eight thousand people into into you know I mean doing everything you're not supposed to do. And every time he leaves a place, uh, you know, there's an explosion of, of COVID cases, you know, so, you know, and pretending like this doesn't exist and this is a hoax. We just got to get back working when you can't get back working when the working is killing people. I mean, come on. Okay, I'm, you know. I know I get, I get all of that, Johnny. And uh, in fairness, as I said, you've been the most positive person sort of around the music scene that I've known, certainly uh, in my musical life and right throughout. Uh, so and I want to get back to you actually about what you're doing during this time yourself or how you're kind of looking at ways forward for the band and that. But let's just kind of let's kind of reel back a small bit and get to know you a little from your own background. I know you're, I knew your father. Yeah, great box player. I know your mother because I met her on one of your cruises there uh, some <laughs> some years back. But your own background, it's Claire and Galway, really, isn't it? Yes, Claire and Galway. Well, born in the Bronx in New York and, my, you know, very fortunate. As you know, Karen, you've been over and you met everybody. You know, we, we were so lucky to have the great trad players that we had. And, and my influences really came from my the man who taught me and started me off was Jack Cohn from Woodford in County Galway. And and then my father's buddies and played in the band with my dad for years. And they were house. They were like uncles, uncles and aunts to us because we didn't have any uncles in America. But Mike Rafferty um, was my father's best friend and one of the great flute players you ever hear. You'll ever hear it was a fantastic flute player from Bound the Kill and just a few miles from where my father comes from as well. And then Mike Preston, who was um, was from Sligo, but he was uh, the great flute player with the Tullacaley band and came to New York and and came out and, and then stayed. Um, you know, grew up with Martin Mulher and Manny Conley and Joe Burke and Andy McGann were always, you know, we're living in New York and grew up listening to all these wonderful people and started the band, you know, because of Mick Maloney. Uh, and Mick was the one who thought it would be a wonderful idea to do a couple of concerts in New York City uh, featuring women musicians. And he asked me to help him organize it and help him uh, put it together. And uh, 35 years later, we're still at it, Karen. So it's just amazing. Fantastic. The work that you've done. Johnny, do you think then it was important 
to make a statement for women in Irish traditional music because that's 35 years ago. It seems like when you listen to people around the traditional music scene, not a lot, there hasn't been a lot of advancement, let's say, or opportunity for women in Irish traditional music since then. Well, I mean, Karen, as far as I'm concerned, um, I don't think being a woman has ever hurt me. <laughs> I think there's been an awful lot of... Uh wonderful men musicians and a lot of women musicians. When we started with Cherish the Ladies, there was just a handful really of women that were important women that were on the scene. But you look at the scene today, for God's sake, some of the biggest names are are, are the biggest festival drawers and uh, they really get out there and, and they do it. And, you know, look at Sharon Shannon or your Liz Carrolls or, you know, you know, look at your Enya's or your, you know, you don't have to stop anywhere. But listen, um, as far as I was concerned, I mean, for me, we, we made our, we, we, we work and we fill up our, we do as much as we can and we make our festivals. We've just managed to plot along and I've just worked very hard to get the name out there. And I, you know what, Karen, I never stopped working. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, I don't think being a woman has ever hurt us. And, uh, I'm, you know, I, mean, I think in the beginning people thought we were just a marketing ploy, but you know, we, we've managed to survive three and a half decades and we just keep going until we'll, until they don't hire us. But, you know, we didn't think we'd be sidelined like this. And the thing is, you're talking to, I'm talking to my agents and they're like, uh, there's nothing coming in. Nobody's booking anything in the future. Nobody's moving ahead because of the uncertainty. Every performing arts center, every small club, there's so many places collapsing. There's so many places gone out of business already. And I'm, I'm afraid what's going to be left in the wake when this is all said and done. My whole thing here, and as I, I, I really feel that we're going to need the governments. We're going to need the powers that be. They're going to have to get behind the entertainment industry and realize what entertainment has done is brings people out, brings people out for dinner, brings people out to a show. They're at, they buy a few drinks. Then they go out to the pub, you know, festivals, all these wonderful performing arts centers, you know, all these events are going to need support to make sure that there's artists that are still here and standing, you know, and they're going to be able to survive this. Not many people are going to be able to survive this if we don't get a vaccine soon, because it's, people are so hard hit, you know. And do you think that you'll get your voice heard in the U.S. for that sort of help? Well, I'm doing the best I can. We're, we, you know, I mean, I, I saw now that uh, Great Britain gave $2 billion to the arts. And I've seen Germany's given some massive funds. New Zealand even came up with $175 million. I mean, I mean, it's one thing I understand it. In, in, in America, um, Steve Mnuchin, who's our economic advisor, he feels to see seems to feel that people um, he wants to stop the pandemic uh, paychecks because people aren't going to want to go back to work. And let me tell you, every artist wants to go back to work. Nobody wants to sit on their uh, sit on their backsides and not go to gigs. It's with this. We didn't do anything to do to deserve this. Nobody did. Uh, and it's not like if we could go back and get our jobs, we would. So but I, that's why I hope to God there's support coming forth. And that these people realize the huge impact that the arts have on the, on, on the economies of every country. Because they, they, we bring in billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars and euros. And that should be reflected, you know, in the arts. Payment no. out. Okay, so you've, I, I'm hearing you loud and clear, Joni Madden. Fair play to you. As I mentioned at the start, there's lots of strings to your book, of course. And you mentioned about uh, bringing a coach tours to Ireland, which is an important part of our economy too, from the tourist industry. Also, I mentioned you're a bit like Gráinne Whale of the high seas because you have run the Falcon Irish cruise. For how many years now have you been at that? Well, this this was going to be my 10th one. I had We were going to the Mediterranean and we were about to sell out. 
I mean, I had 977 people paid and seven months to sell. So you can call it a thousand people, Karen. And, uh, and that was my first one in the med and people are so disappointed, but I, I, I canceled that myself before, um, even they shut down the countries. I, I would never put anybody at risk and I would never sleep. Uh, but, but we had our bus tour of Ireland. I had to, you know, do a traditional music tour of Ireland. But, you know, we just got word now, we rebooked for May. Um, we just got word that we're allowed to have 14 people in a bus that holds 46. Okay. So you can't really make a go of anything at that, you know, when you can have the bus quarter filled. So we don't know until any of this comes around. And I know there's loads of people or there's loads of bus people. All my, all our, you know, Kevin Crawford had one, Colin Farrell had one, Eileen Ivers had one. She had two coming, you know, and as I said, all these buses drop about a hundred thousand euros uh, uh, in Ireland. So it's a lot of revenue loss, but I'm telling you, uh, I'm sorry to be a downer. I wish I had. had That's okay, Johnny, because yeah. you know, of all the people, as I mentioned this already, of all the people in the scene, you've always been so positive. Yeah. You have a long career of like you know great performances with the likes of Pete Seeger, Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, all the Clancy Brothers, all these people, the Chieftains. You've done <laughs> all of that. You've had awards. You've had a street named after you in the Bronx too. <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh, good God. Um, well, it was a great, great award to get. It was um, there's a grand concourse and they call it the Walk of Fame and they name it after Bronx people that have brought great pride and, and, and fame to the to the to the area. So I get to join like J-Lo and uh, Stanley Kubrick and some <laughs> some Colin Powell, who used to be our, our you know, secretary of defense and Dr. Ruth Westheimer, you know, people that lived in the. <laughs> people that lived in the Bronx, but I'm the first Irish musicians to make it up there. Dion was there, you know, the guy who did the Wanderer and all these people. So it's, 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 it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, tribute. And I was over the moon to get that, but you know, these things are all great to do, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, the fact that I can still get out there and, and we could still pack concert halls and especially in Ireland, it's a great thing to come back uh, you know, to come back to Ireland as Yanks and, 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 and have the people love what we do. So, you know, with us, we're looking, everybody's, we're all busting to get out of the house and, and go throw our arms around each other and, you know, give a big hug and a kiss and a big slobbery kiss and have a couple of pints and, you know, roar and sing together and dance a few sets. But, you know, we're going to have to put everything on hold until until there's a sunlight at the end of this friggin' tunnel. Excuse my French. <laughs> That's what I'm missing, Johnny, <laughs> is that hug and the kiss from you. <laughs> <laughs> we all we're always like we always look for that yeah yeah i know it's fantastic I, no as i say you know you are a positive spirit but and i i'm i'm curious as to know like okay so we're we're in this situation now so we have no choice on that so what are you doing or what's the band doing or what's johnny madden doing uh, to kind of get by are you working online what are you doing well, you know, really, Kieran, I'm, I'm, we've been spending so much time now doing virtual festivals, uh, like we had the Caskill Art, Irish Arts Week that's going this week. So we did the virtual Cherished Ladies concert for them, and now we have one for Milwaukee, we have one for the Goderich Festival we were teaching up there in Canada for a week. But I think my plan is now, um, if, if, if there's going to be no Christmas tour, I'm going to go back to Ireland, uh, back to my house in Milltown, Malbane, County Clare. Um, the people are great friends. They have the Willie Week on this week, and it's 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 you know that that Willie Week brings in about twenty eight to thirty five percent of a third of people's business for the year. So it's a massive blow to all the businesses in town. You know, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know. So, but I'm going to get back to Claire, and I think once we have the band together, we might do some virtual concerts. We might we might be able to get out and hit. Uh, you know, after of course I do my two week quarantine. 
Um, I certainly believe in that. Um, and um, but we will get back and and we'll ha- tackle on doing some maybe some live concerts, maybe do some TV, try try and record a TV show because the people are going to want. They still want the music. They want to hear. They want to. You know. I mean, I think what's been going on online, I think, is amazing. All the artists getting out there and performing and keeping people music and people happy. Um, but a lot of people started this. GoFundMe paid, not GoFundMe, but you know, my mm-hmm. virtual tip jar and all this stuff, uh, you know, and, 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 and I've always kind of been against that kind of stuff, but I think, you know, with my girls in the band and that with their, with their livelihood gone and any, if there's any help from the government gone, you know, we're going to have to do something mm-hmm. to, to pay the mortgages and, and uh, put food on the table. So, and we have lots of fans, you know, and I think there's a lot of people that'll realize, you know, we're, we're, we're all in this predicament. We're all in the same boat trying to ride through this horrific storm that we're in. And um, we're, 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 unfortunately, we're not in a cruise liner. We're in a little paddle boat. You know, we're all rowing the boat. We're pulling as hard as we can. And hopefully we get to the other side of this flipping thing. <laughs> and uh, you're a prolific writer of tunes, of course. And uh, has this sort of lockdown time done anything for you in that line? Have you written anything in the last couple of I months? Actually, I actually did. And my latest tune is called The Pandemic Jig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually I've wrote, I wrote a few wrote a few tunes and um, yeah, it is it is inspiring me to write a few things. But uh, uh, you know, the problem is if if you could understand if, if venues are booking uh, for next year, but they're not even doing that because they're all worried. They don't even know where any of them are going to be. And um, I know we're all in the same boat, so don't know which way to turn right now. By the way, Johnny, you mentioned coming to Clare. Do you see Clare as home now? Well, I, you know, I, 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 I always thought it would be just a summer home, Karen. And, you know, and uh, the more time I spend there, the more I just fall in love with it every time. I Every time I get off that plane in Shannon, I just there's just something about it. It's just my heart just kind of sings, flutters a little bit. And uh, all the people have just welcomed me into the town so much. And Mary Coogan, my fellow guitar player in, in the band, she has a house now from New York, and she's in Milltown as well. And they've just welcomed us all in, and they love to see us coming. Um, so, uh, you know, the, I'll be definitely, I'll be looking forward to spending a good few months there. If there's no, no reason to go to America, usually you go to America to tour, but if, if America shut down and it's shut across, it's shut, shut out of, uh, you know, you can't even go, if you're American, you can't go to Europe now. I mean, come on, it, we're blocked out, but thank God I have my Irish citizenship. That's all I can say. Well, we're delighted that you're one of us too, Johnny. <laughs> let me tell you that. Uh, as I mentioned, a great pioneer anyway in the music, in all that you've done over the years. You've always been so positive about it. I'm sure that you will find your way through this and that you will lead the way for a lot of people because people do look to you uh, as a leader in the Irish traditional music scene. So one thing I wanted to ask, and I've always asked our guests this, Apart from listening to your own music and Cherish the Ladies, have you been listening to any other music during this uh, period of lockdown? Well, you know, it's funny. I think a lot of my time really has been, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing anything, I'm, I'm flicking through the Facebook. And there's all these, again, I'm always amazed at the young kids coming up. But the talent, there's kids I never heard of. I've, I, every time I'm turning on that, that, that Facebook, there's, a, there's somebody shared somebody who I've never heard of before, never seen before. And I'll be honest with you, that's what I'm listening to. I am listening to all the Facebook 
music that's coming out and all the incredible collaborations. A lot of people are playing with each other and, and you know, I've done all these virtual concerts. You know, I did one for the Tele, we were supposed to do the Teletrad Festival and we did, were supposed to do, I did one for Claire, Claire FM and, um, you know, myself and Gabriel Dunno we recorded, but like, you know, we're getting 20,000 views to these little videos we're making at home and people are just sharing it because they're starved for music. They're starved to get out. And I think, thank God we have the likes of Facebook. Could you imagine if this happened, you know, years ago? I mean, look at the people that got through this a hundred years ago. They didn't have what we have. I mean, we're so lucky to have these outlets, the computer, you know, the Facebooks and the, and, you know, and the, the Twitters and, and to see what's going on in the world. Um, you know, we have so, so many advantages, but it's still, it's still, it still stinks. It's still, <laughs> you're still getting back to it, Johnny. I'm, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get you out of that particular zone. Actually, where are you at the moment? Well, you know what, here, well, I was supposed to be in the Catskills teaching all week and I'm actually in Montana. My brother has a home here outside of Red Lodge and it's nothing short of spectacular scenery, but it's the middle of nowhere. He has a, he has a ranch. Um, well, it's not, it's a small ranch, but it's, about 70 acres here and um and around here the man next door he's from his name is Cork. his his grandparents came from cork um he's o'shea and he's got six thousand acres his next door neighbor so <laughs> small farms <laughs> small farm big farm but you're enjoying that uh, isolation there, yeah then, yeah well you know that's but but what i'm doing is i'm i'm making virtual videos <laughs> talking to myself i don't like to talk to myself i like to talk to, you know i like to be with people and feeding off the audience and you know the crack you can't have crack by yourself that's all i can say you know i'm just playing the whistle into a camera it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't do anything to get get the blood boiling you know as much as a live crowd and we all love that you know and looking forward to festivals it's just you know, I was looking forward to the Doolin Festival and I was looking forward to the Willie Festival, you know, Willie Week, of course, you know, I always meet you, Karen. We always have a we always have a sneaky one there, don't we? <laughs> it always happens. You lead me astray <laughs> invariably. Oh, uh, yeah, we do. But and I hope uh, we'll, 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 we'll be looking forward to them for sure. Certainly. No. Are you planning for next year or for beyond or are you just waiting to see what happens? Well, the problem is I can't plan. Nobody's planning. Right. Where you know, I you know, I mean, we've rebooked the cruise uh, till September of fifth to twelfth, September fifth to the twelfth of twenty twenty one, and we we still have eighty six percent of our people are still hanging on. So that's a great thing. Um, I rebooked the bus tour, but now you know you get the news: yeah. only fourteen people on a forty six bus, and we're going to go back. I was actually going to reach out to you. Maybe we could play with the National Symphony Orchestra. Maybe we could do a concert in the hall. But then I see that the National Concert Hall is is, is shut down for the year, right? That's correct. You know, uh, that, I meant to reach out. That was one of my plans. I was going to try and reach out to you, but we're going to have to. We might have to do some virtual concerts. Go back to Ireland. Maybe do a little tour around Ireland. You know, we just go and we just get to the place and hopefully a crowd shows up. And we've been consistently going and touring Ireland um, with the band and Merle Murray and Kathleen Boyle and Nolly Casey, Kate Purcells. And of course, David Ganey's dancing with us. And we just go and uh, we just see, you know, and we just take the door and we could take a percentage. And everywhere we go now, after the years and years of building the audience, people, we pretty much fill up every place, which is a lovely, lovely thing. And we we're so appreciative of everybody that comes out and supports us. So now I guess it's going to be a hundred people. Is that the rule? A hundred people max? 
Uh, that's only at the moment, Johnny. I think things will improve. We're actually waiting on some directive this weekend, actually, from our own government. We don't even know. Johnny, you mentioned about having the sneaky pint. We don't even know if the pubs will be open this weekend. <laughs> well, there's going to be a pub in Milltown, Mobby, and it's going to be Quarantine House. Come on down here, and you know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Johnny Madden, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It, it, these are difficult times and challenging times, and I can hear it from you. Uh, and you're a realist as well, and always very positive in your outlook. And I can hear in your voice the challenge that lays ahead, there's no doubt. But if anybody will rise to it, I think it's you, Johnny Madden. Yeah, we'll get through. We'll, Kieran, we, we always get through things. I, you know, I'm, we're, they're down in the dumps, but, you know, uh, the strong trees will always survive. I'm, as my father always used to say to me, you always save your money because you don't know what's coming down the pike. Well, by God, I could. that's what I hear him in my head saying. I should have saved a few more dollars instead of, you know, spending so much building a house in Ireland. But you know what? It'll all come back. We'll survive. Uh, and as you can say, when you know when you when you see me, I'm a big woman. I am prepared for the famine. I can survive <laughs> three times longer than the average human. So <laughs> I'm ready. Johnny you might Madden. not know me when I when we, when we get through this. If you see, if you see me playing with the hat out and I'm by sitting by Willie. If you're in Milltown Mobby, you'll throw a few euros into my hat, will you? We'll certainly look after you. It's always a pleasure, Johnny Madden. Thanks so much for thanks, being with Kieran. us. Thanks, Kieran. Appreciate it, and thanks for all you do. You do so much keeping everybody connected and I'm so glad you're you're bringing all, bringing this issue to light because it really does need to be brought to light and I do again I hope the governments realize um, I know Francis Black you know made a statement there and and I hope we have a you know a few other people standing up for us saying hey the arts needs your support now because we are we're, we're, we're in the canoe without a paddle we need help fair play Johnny Madden thank you so much thanks buddy Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We look forward to when we're all together again in music at next year's Tradfest, provisionally set for the 27th through the 31st of January 2021. And while we're all waiting for the day when it's safe to travel again, you can fill your heart with Ireland by going to ireland.com.